What is up, you guys, and welcome to Replenish with Autumn. If you are just now tuning in, I would like to thank you for simply being in your ears. And if you're returning, like always, thank you guys for the continuous support, and I love y'all so, so much. I don't think y'all understand how much I love y'all. First of all, before we even get started, check me out now. Listen, do y'all see my braids? A girl is not bald head no more, okay? Look, I got the, I got the heart going on. Y'all can't really see with the headphones. Hold on. I got the heart going on. I got a little zigzag. I got a little, little things we used to draw in middle school. I got it going on. It's giving, it's giving Alicia Keys, I Won't Tell Your Secrets. What's the name of that song? Is that the name of the song? That's what it's giving. It's really giving Alicia Keys, I Won't Tell. I'll be on tiring. Just ain't gonna be. <laughs> Just ain't gonna be as a page thing. Yeah, that's what it's giving. I got the new spectacles. Listen, the other set of eyes. Y'all see the rhinestones? Oh, I had a different face when I came on here. I had makeup on. I had the red lipstick. Okay, I had the natural nails. But now I got a natural face. I got the braids. I got the the grabbers. Okay? Stop playing with me. Listen, I'm real cute. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a diva. Like my diva. And I wore this by accident. I wore this by accident because I told myself I was going to dress up every time I did a podcast episode and I was recording on video. So I did this by accident, but there's purpose in everything. Believe me, there's purpose in everything. But y'all check out my braids. It's giving Alicia Keys. <laughs> Listen, I won't tell. Okay? Nails. Grandpas. I wish I could cut the light off because they glow in the dark. It's giving. It's really giving what it needs to give. Okay? Once again, I'm wishing that I can ask y'all how y'all doing, but this is not live, and y'all cannot answer. I guess inbox me and let me know, because I really do be concerned. And to be honest, y'all do that anyway, and I love that. Um, I had someone from college, a college peer, a former college peer of mine, she inboxed me today, and um, she told me that she she inboxed me like, I don't know if you remember me, but, and I thought that was so cute um, because I remember everybody. So, of course, I remember you. And she was just letting me know how she had been listening to my podcast and how it has been so helpful for her, you know, and how she could relate to a lot of the things that I was saying. And um, I get those messages all the time. I always have, even before the podcast. And I just think that that is just so beautiful to know that I'm walking in my purpose. I'm doing exactly what I need to do. And that people are actually, like, getting the help. And they're not feeling alone. They're getting the transformations that they need. I think that that is a beautiful thing because I promise y'all, every time I, before I get on here, I pray um, to make sure that I'm saying exactly what I need to say. Like I told y'all on the last episode, sometimes I'll record three days before and I'll be like, this ain't the one. This can't be the one. And it'll be a good message, but it just it don't feel like what I'm supposed to say. And so um, 
it feels good knowing that people are being transformed, their minds are being renewed, and that, you know, I'm just planting a seed. That's what I like to call it, planting a seed, being a catalyst for things that are already within you um, and just helping you jumpstart it. So, yeah, that was, that's I guess that was my, um my, what we, what we used to call that in dance. When I danced for Kings, we always did, like, 10-minute lemon squeezes. That's what we called them, lemon squeeze. And everybody would go around and just tell, you know, something good that happened to them in that day. So that was my good lemon squeeze note, I guess. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. I'm getting the, the love letters from y'all. The love bombs. I call them love bombs. So, yeah. Today is my homegirl's birthday. Happy birthday, Candy. I would not dare continue to go on without saying that. Happy birthday. I love you. That is such a special girl. She is so sweet. So sweet, and I'm so glad that I've gotten the opportunity to watch her grow. I met her my freshman year in college, and that girl, listen, I don't even got to say it. College stories are college stories, and they don't, they you just save them for later. I'm going to say that for later, but she is such a beautiful person. I absolutely love her. That is my girl. That has been my girl since day one. I absolutely love her so much. Happy birthday. I cannot wait to see you again and just enjoy the weekend with you because y'all know me and my friends. We we always do something for birthdays and trips, spring break and stuff like that. So I'm excited about this weekend. That's why I got all done up because your girl getting flewed out, you know. But um, this episode, I'm going to just get straight to the point. Um, this episode... I wanted to talk about vision some more because um, not that the last episode was rushed, but I feel like as soon as I ended it, God had dropped more in my spirit a little bit more. And then I was like, dang, some other stuff I wanted to talk about, some other stuff that came in mind. Um, And it's so crazy because while I was taking notes for this episode, um, kind of what I wanted to talk about, um, I know my title for my next episode and what I want to talk about, which is intention. You got to be intentional, y'all. So look out for the next one. I'm going to just throw that out there now. Be intentional. And we're going to get deep into that, okay? Deep. But I wanted to talk some more about vision again because I, um, deep. It's deep. It's very deep. I believe in the last episode I spoke a lot about um, planning with a purpose and how God pretty much gave me the vision for it um, during a very dark time in my life. And um, I spoke about a little bit about like betrayal and friendships and stuff like that. Um, But and and I believe in the um, episode before I spoke about. Hmm. Him bringing me home and his reason for bringing me home and where I'm going with this. And I don't mean to like be a Debbie Downer, not a Debbie Downer, because that's this isn't even the definition of what a Debbie Downer is. I don't want to like sadden the mood, I guess you can say, because I'm going to get I'm going to talk about my granddad this time. Um, But. I told y'all in the last episode that there were, you know, I kept saying that there has to be a reason. There has to be a reason why God is bringing me back home. I didn't understand um, all of why. And what I will say is this. 
there's always no that's not what I want to say more than one thing can be right more than one thing can be right so when it comes down to him bringing me home and then when I speak on my granddad when it comes down to my granddad um I just want y'all to keep that in mind that more than one thing can be right God will send so many different confirmations I don't like when people say don't question God and I believe it's a bible verse in there too but I think that with a lot of the bible verses um and with a lot of the bible period a lot of us don't read it to it to its full understanding if you read a full chapter you'll get the full understanding of what God intends and if you also pray for God to give you the understanding he'll give you the full understanding and I can definitely say that anytime that I have questioned him he's giving me the answer because um like I said before I like I I don't know how to go with the flow and he's still working on me with that. I still got caution tape on me when it comes down to that. And um, and I believe even when I get the, f- like, when I grasp the concept of going with the flow and releasing control, I still believe that I'm still going to ask him, what what are we doing? What are we doing? Because um, I have to understand my position in things. I like to know what I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it and how I'm supposed to do it because I want to get it done you know no matter how long it takes no matter how difficult it is no matter how many times I have to try I like to know what I'm supposed to do and I'm just gonna keep doing it you know keep doing that assignment until I get it done and that's how I am with God I've always been that way with God um when it ever since I was a little girl I, I say that all the time ever since I was a little girl ever since I was young and it's because like it's real I've been <laughs> I've been the same person. I've just been growing into it and um, be getting better with time. That's all. I've just been getting better with time. But ever since I was a little girl, I've always been the send me, I'll go, Lord. God, what would you have of me to do type of person. Um, always praying. I was always prayerful. I always talked to him um, because I, I was raised in the church. But I, I kind of always had, of course, a different um experience with him as you should everybody experiences God very differently and on different you know different times in different times of their life but um I've always been the type of person to say God send me I will go where do you want me what do you want me to do what would you have me to do actually and it's so crazy because before I on my way here um I was listening to my favorite gospel song of all time and it's yes by Shekinah Glory and um I absolutely love that song I try my best to play it every morning um no matter what it is that I'm doing I try my best to play it every morning and it's to the point where my baby she sang it like like she know God done did some things for her my baby sings okay listen but yes by Shekinah Glory and if you listen to the lyrics of the song and um if you listen to the lyrics of the song, all of it is pretty much like, God, what would you have of me to do? Whatever you tell me to do, wherever you lead me, I will follow. I will go wherever you are. Let your spirit embody me. I know that you're going to take care of me no matter who is in the room. It's like one of I am more than a conqueror. If God be for me, who can be against me? I can do whatever I, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me type of thing. That's that's those are the scriptures that come up in my mind. When I'm singing that song and it's like, God, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, I think it's only one thing that would, I'm not going to say, 
I'm going to question God. I already said that. But there's only one thing that might, might, and I'm not, and it won't ever make me weary of him. It won't ever make me not love him, but it would put me in a very dark place. There's only one thing that'll get me, but everything else, I'm like, God, I'm ready. It don't matter because no matter what it is, you can get me through. I know you can get me through. I might feel low. I might be frustrated. My prayers might be a little frustrating, but, you know, I might sound a little angry. I might scream my prayers instead of just being gentle. But you know your child, you know, and I'm working through whatever emotions because being a human is very hard. It's very hard being a human, having emotions, you know. I'm an emotional being, and I'm a crybaby. But I've always um, made it a point to let God know that whatever you need me to do, whatever you need me to do. And sometimes I be, you know, of course I tussle because I want to have my own way. That's that flesh. That's that flesh. It's always your flesh. Your flesh doesn't understand what God wants you to do. Your flesh doesn't understand what's going on in the spiritual realm. But your spirit always knows. My spirit is like, oh, go. I love that girl. I love her. She's a different person. She's a different type of thing, a different entity. And I'm so glad that I'm aware of who she is and that I let her thrive. Um, sometimes my flesh get a little shame because people will pick. People, people tend to pick when you pick up on certain things or when your spirit makes you aware of certain things and you speak it. Because sometimes I know things are going to happen before they happen, right? Sometimes I know things are going to happen before they happen and I say it. And I've had a couple of people nitpick. I have had a couple of people make fun of me um, because they don't understand it. But it always ends up happening the way I said it would, you know? So I love my spirit, and I understand that. Um, God utilizes her a lot, and I allow him to. I'm, that's just what it is. I allow him to. Let me get back to what I was saying. <laughs> Let me get back to what I was saying. Um, nevertheless. I've always been that type of person to be like a send me out go. So when I came back home, because like I said before, I did my best. Like I planned everything. I made sure I had two jobs. <laughs> Brought my baby up here. I got our apartment. I got our furniture. I did her room and everything was just I groceries, all of the good things. Like everything was great and everything just seemed to fall apart. Right. And, um, I ended up coming home, and the whole time I was home, I was like, oh, my God, I don't understand. Like, I, I used to just ride in my car, my safe space, ride in my car and just cry. My first night moving back, I cried myself to sleep because I just did not understand. And I was like, God, I know it's you. I know it's you because I, like, you knew this was something that I wanted to do when I graduated. I was like, once I graduate, I'm going to be a mother because I missed out on four years, and that was not what I intended to do. Um, that's just not how things happened, even though I wanted it to happen. And that's another talk for another time. But um, that was something that was so big on me, and it's something that I'm still trying to forgive myself for. And it's so weird. I know it's very weird. Like, what did you do wrong? You went to school. You did a great job. Like, you finished. You got your degree. But I missed out on a lot when it came down to um, raising my daughter and spending time with her. Like, I missed out on all of the baby things, crawling, first steps. 
um, first tooth, all of it. I missed out on it. Even with me going home every weekend or every two, you know, weeks or whatever the case may be, I missed out on a lot. And I, I still have to heal through that part of me that didn't get to see it. Um, but nevertheless, because I keep getting sidetracked, I'm really that type of person that <laughs> they'd be like, let me make the long story short. And then I got five extra stories in the long story. <laughs> oh, God. But when I got home, I was praying as much as I could and um, just crying out to him like, God, it has to be a reason. And I didn't understand it, you know, in the time that I was brought back. And I, every time I'm, I'm home, period, even while in college, I would always go to my grandparents and um, I would just sit with them. Like just, it's grandparents day. Let me just go sit with my grandparents, especially when I felt low because, um, I just, they always know what to say. Each grandparent has, like, they kind of insert a little bit of wisdom into me. My Both of my grandmas, my grandma on my dad's side, and then my mom's mom and my mom's dad, which was daddy Um, Each one of them would insert different points of wisdom that I needed into me. So um, I was always intentional on having a grandparent's day, especially when I felt low. And, um... So when I moved back, I actually had a meeting with all of them. I called everybody together um, and let them know why I moved back and different things like that. And for the first time, I heard my grandfather say that um, he actually prayed for me to come back home. And I did not understand why. <laughs> because normally, that was my biggest cheerleader. Oh, my God. I'm trying to keep it together. That was my biggest cheerleader. Um, he believed in everything that I wanted to do. And he supported me so much. And he always told me that I could always do whatever I put my mind to. He was the one that pulled out the Bible. Um, whenever I had mental turmoil or confusion or was going through anything spiritually or whatever the case may be, he was um, very in tune with God. He would say, sanctify through with all the ghosts, five baptized, whatever you want to call it. So um, God worked through him a lot. God sent a lot of messages through him. That's another topic for another time. God sent a lot of messages through him. Um, he made sure he covered all of his um grandchildren, his children, great grandchildren. He was just deep into he was he was deep into God. He lived for God. He was one of those send me God, I will go. And um and um he that was the first time I ever heard him say that he prayed against something that I was doing. And I was like I told him I, that was the only time ever that I recall telling my grandfather. It's only been two times where we've had this a disagreement. One time was he was calling me to the altar for me and my family, like me, my mom, and my sisters to have prayer at church. And I had on tights in church, and I refused to go up in tights. But he made me go up. He was so upset with me, and I was so upset with him. And then um, this other time was when I moved back, and he told me that um, he prayed for me to come back home. 
And I was like, I don't understand why you would do that when all of you knew, all my grandparents prayed for me to come back home. But I was like, I don't understand why y'all would do that when all of y'all knew my goal. Like, I told y'all this. I told y'all what I wanted to do. And I just don't understand why y'all, like, prayed against me. But my grandfather was really the one that took the cake. I was like, what? Daddy, you supposed to be on my side. Like, you my dog. You supposed to be, I ain't going to say you my dog, but because I never spoke to him like that. But I was like, wow. Like, that really disappointed me because of you. You of all people, I would have never guess that you would pray against me and I felt I felt like my grandfather's prayers were stronger than mine and I told him that I was like your prayers are too strong like God gon' he gon' it's 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 levels to this and you on another level than me like in, in this current moment you're on another level you know and I just I just really didn't understand why he would pray against me like if you would pray with me we could have beat the other two grandparents and I would have been good <laughs> you know like me and you together, we come on. What's going on? So, um, those were the only two times that we um had a disconnect, and I didn't understand that. But um, the whole time, like for a good year, I don't care how happy I looked. Um, wherever y'all saw me out at parties and hanging out or whatever the case may be, I cried when I went home. For the most part. I cried. Um, I was dealing with a lot because I felt like I had failed myself. And so um, I didn't understand it, man, until he passed, which was August 4th of 2021. And I thought at first, it's so weird because I lost my aunt. I moved back in 2019. I lost my aunt on my dad's side, my grandma's sister, um, December 16th of 2019 and I was like okay God I see why you brought me back because you wanted to give me more time with her um I got the opportunity to care for her a couple of days before she passed well weeks because I ended up getting uh sick I didn't even have I don't know if it was COVID or not but I ended up getting sick and um was out for like a week so I couldn't care for her but she asked for me and she was like you know I was very gentle and, you know, just I was a good caregiver and she could see why people requested me and why I was in the line of work that I'm in, which is being a CNA. And so I cherished that. And then I ended up losing my uncle, um, my uncle Jesse, my grandmother on my dad's side, both of these aunts and uncles on my my, um, dad's side. And we lost him the year after. I want to say it was the year after. Was it 2020 or 2021? It was 2021. It was 2021. It was last year. Um, We lost him March of last year. And that was, um, I was like, okay, God, I'll see you. But my daddy-o, I never would have guessed. I never would have guessed. August 4th, 2021, my grandfather passed. And I had gotten the dreams. I had gotten all of the dreams. Oh, my God, I'm thinking back to, um, because sometimes God will send me dreams years before someone passes. I always know how, but I never know when, and I never know um, who. But I always know how someone is going to die. And the way that he differentiates it is, um, is 
that's another topic for another time because here I go with my other five stories in between. But I have prophetic dreams. And so I knew I had the dreams and I knew that it was coming. I knew that a death in my family on that side was coming. I just didn't know who and I would have never expected my grandfather. He was in good health. He was, you know, everything was fine. And then out of nowhere, things just kind of declined very fast and happened very fast. And then he passed. And then... We buried him August 21st. We buried him August 21st. And um, two days later, my Aunt Monica, a diva, passed away as well. This is his um, second oldest daughter. Third. It's too many to keep track. One of the oldest daughters. My mom is the baby girl. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I need to know right now. Um, but she ended up passing two days after him, after we buried him. And I was like, mind blown. I was like, once again, God, what would you have of us to do? Because now I see that you're trying to open our eyes. You're trying to open our eyes to something. Yeah, you warned me. I get that. I knew that something was coming. I just didn't know who. I didn't know it was going to be the seed of my family. And then I didn't know that it was going to be just another family member out of the blue. So close. We had never lost anybody close to us like that before on my mom's side. And all of us are like this. It's so much love. Him and my grandma have been divorced for years, but the love, like, like we always we had each other's back like no other we had each other's back like no other like no other I don't know no other way to put it but um for them to be divorced and still be there for each other for the sake of their kids with no mishaps no nothing that's love that's a genuine love that I am being taught and being shown throughout all of my life so I didn't understand how he could pluck and take the seed of my family first right out of nowhere and I just the first thing I said was God what do you need us to see what are we missing what would you have of us to do because this isn't just happening to my family it's happening to people that I know people that I love we are all losing people two by two and it's happening fast and it's happening out of nowhere and it's not because of COVID what is it what's going on and um I can't speak for everybody else but I can definitely speak for myself and say um, that send me, I'll go, God. Lord, what would you have of me to do? Wherever you lead me, I will follow. I feel like he made a switch. Not even necessarily switch, but he put my grandfather on the other side for three different things. One, is because he foresaw something that was going to take over my grandfather's life to where his flesh would hinder his spirit from doing what his spirit was already doing on earth, which was doing whatever he could to cover and protect us. Two, there were going to be some things within, for each individual person in my family that could overtake our lives to where 
we needed someone on the other side. We needed others on the other side who would fight for us in the spiritual realm and who would do anything to protect us in the spiritual realm. And that was definitely, like, I'm not saying my other aunts and uncles and my mom weren't the same, like, aren't the same. We're all the same, right? But God took one, the most powerful, the seed of the family, the one who has been deeply rooted in him and has never turned since he's been rooted in God, which was my granddad. And then two, someone you would least expect to go, which was my aunt. And um, and so he took them to fight battles on the spiritual realm that we could not. And then three was for me and him to switch places and for me to be send me, I'll go on earth. And um, I know that sounds so crazy and I know that sounds so deep, right? And it's not that I'm trying to put it on my shoulders. And it's not that I am trying to carry such a big load because that's a big load. That's, that's, is, that is heavy. That is very heavy. It's not that I'm trying to do that, but it's just the, the job that I've been given. And um, the pruning, the process, it's a lot, but I've already been in preparation for it. And um, I say that because... I was prophesied to when I moved back as well. And the prophecy, the words that he spoke to me, it sounded like, oh, I wish I could tell y'all. I don't want to tell y'all exactly what he said. But um, the way that he said it, it was it was like the biggest signal that I needed to know that this switch was going to happen. But um, it pretty much had everything to do with clearing my path of people who do like who no longer serve me and then elevating me and I didn't understand that one either until the people started falling off and I was telling my sister Nadia this is the prophecy this is the prophecy this is so crazy and I'm very hurt but this is the prophecy so I can't be like I have to I have to move ask God for strength and peace that surpasses understanding and so I say all of that to say this, when it comes down to every single thing that you have going on in life, um, God is definitely leading you and he's definitely sending you the confirmations and sending you um, those signs and wonders through intuition, through dreams, through other people speaking to you. But it's up to you to listen, and it's up to you to allow him to move. And if you don't allow him to move, then you'll miss, it, you'll miss out. You'll either miss out, or if you're really called, he'll make it hard to where you can't miss it. He'll, he'll remove things. He'll put you in the lowest place ever to where you don't have any choice but to look to him. So that he can drop it in your spirit. God has a, a very unique way, a funny way, because he's a character. He has a funny way of getting our attention. He's very jealous, very jealous, and he does not like when we don't listen. He does not like it. And I believe that in those times in my life, it's not that I wasn't listening, but I still had distractions. And he had to remove every distraction that I had in order for me to foresee him. And then when I did, when he removed them, because I ain't removed 
ain't gonna flex. I was doing it too slow. He had to come in. Why I did that? I don't know. He had to come do a little one-two, you know, get them folks out of my way. And the minute he removed them, although I was hurt, I, one day I am going to tell y'all this prophecy. I don't have my journal. I, read it, I wrote it in my journal. I want to read it verbatim, verbatim to y'all. But I promise you, the minute he removed them, the visions began to come for planning with a purpose, for replenish, for my businesses um, that I'm starting for Chrysalis. So many things have just come in like a flood. But the main thing, the main one is planning with a purpose and replenish this podcast. And it's because, how can I put it? I believe that God uses, he uses everyone. He uses everyone. It doesn't have to be the prettiest person. It doesn't have to be the person that portrays to be the most righteous. I believe that God uses the very people that you least expect. And I'm not saying I'm the person that you least expect, but being the fact that I speak so much of him, right? God, 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 God. Um, I don't live a full holy life. And I don't, um, I'm going I'm to shout, I'm going to shout, I'm going to praise his name if we take it there. We ain't even got to be in church. But that's what I mean. Like, I'm still going to enjoy myself. I'm still living life. I'm still experiencing different parts of God. Um, as far as, like, how do I want to put it? One day, I asked a guy. The guy to, a guy in college told me he was saved. And I was like, but how are you saved and you living like this? And he was like, you can't, they're like, you can't be unsaved. You can't be unsaved. Once you're saved, you can't be unsaved. But it's different ways that you experience God. You have to experience God in the you, you're gonna you're gonna experience Him in the fully saved. When you first get saved, you fully saved. You doing your best, like you you doing everything that you can. You reading your Bible every day, and then it only lasts for like a couple of weeks, or it only lasts for like a couple of months, and then you know you kind of. It's like you're dealing with God and you're experiencing God in every version that you have to during the process because being saved is a process. And so I'm in the process. And for me to be starting out with all of these things and getting his word out there and just testifying of his glory and who he is, those are the very people he used, the people who are willing, the people who say, send me and I will go. And sometimes it'd be people that be like, "Uh uh-uh, God, I don't know about that, you know. If you read your Bible, you'll know exactly who those people are. But I'm not that person. I'm really like, yes, Shekinah glory. That's that. God is the head of my life, my creator. Like this is who this is this is this is my source. There's nobody else to rely on. There's nobody else to turn to. This is my source. This is the person that has shown me who he is, not only through my own experiences, but through others. And for him to be the same God over and over again to us, it's just so beautiful. But um yeah, the moment he moved them people out of my way, everything came in like a flood. And not only that, but um, it's just seeing the bigger picture in pain. God will turn your pain into good to where he can get the glory out of it. And that's what he has been doing with me and everything that I have gone through and everything that I felt like I was a failure at and every mistake and bad choice that I made, he's turning it around for my good and using it for me to be able to profess to you that life is hard, that being a human is hard, that taming your flesh is hard. But if you allow your spirit and allow God to move by his spirit in your spirit, then boom. You got life. You figure life out. You finding your purpose. 
you're um, paying attention to the visions and the signs and the wonders and the symbols that he's giving you. It's just crazy. But yeah, I found a lot of purpose in my pain and my failure through this. And um, I think a lot of it is because of the fact that I allow God to be who he needs to be in my life and do what he needs to do. Like this is a move, Tasha Cobbs. I guess I'm just na- dropping names of songs. But um, did that have anything to do with vision? I hope it did. I think that if I were to break down the dreams and everything like that and how that was for me, like um, the dream that I had, um, I had a dream of my family getting together. I had a dream. This is what the dream was. I had a dream, a couple of dreams of my sister, Nadia, passing away. Um, but the main one that stuck out to me was um and it's so crazy because my aunt was her favorite aunt they called each other fave this aunt was her favorite aunt so I get it now but um the last dream that I had that I can remember that was very significant was that I had a dream that um Chrislyn my daughter had passed away and I couldn't take care of anything like I was like y'all gonna have to plan this but I don't know what to do I was in a coma in my dream, like somebody just y'all carry me out like this. Like, baby, I was all over the place in that dream. Because you know, you can control your emotions in your dreams and stuff like that. So in the dream, even though I like knew it was a dream, I was like, Oh my God, my daughter. But in the dream, my uncle Junior and his son Trey and um my uncle Rick, everybody was the the, the guys were dressed in tuxedos white jacket with the black and um all of the girls the women were dressed in white and I was just all over the place y'all I could not contain myself I told my sister I was like in my dream I told my sister like um Nadia you gonna have to do this because I can't that's who I trust with my life is my sister Nadia. I trust her with my whole heart. And my mom was just helping her through it because I was a mess. I was a mess. I was a mess. And baby, um, literally, when my granddad passed, it's so weird. All of the men wore white tuxedos. All of the women wore white dresses. It was all white. We did all white. And um, I'm going to post pictures so y'all can see. But I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. I didn't see it until it happened. I didn't know who. Because, see, it told me Chrislin, but it wasn't Chrislin, it was my grandfather. I didn't know who, but I knew that it was coming. And that was years ago. That was like, um, that was like probably three or four years ago when I had that dream. I think it was three. It was about three years ago when I had that dream. And that was like a year, probably a year before I moved back home. And so, understand, like, visions that God gives you it's for a reason if if something pops in your head out of nowhere and it like I don't know how to describe it it's a gift you just have to learn to trust it you have to learn to trust and know when it is God who's speaking to you because sometimes he'll speak to me too and when they say a still small voice it's very still it's very bold it's just I don't know but anyway just get yourself to a point to where you allow God to move and do what he needs to do in your life. Because I promise you, even in your failure and even in your um, your lowliness and even in death, there is so much purpose. 
And I promise y'all, I'm figuring this thing out. Because when I ask God, what's up? What's up with that? What's going on? I need him to let me know. And I promise you, he answers me every time. And it's not me coming up with my own thing because I, listen, he sends me the confirmations. He sends me the confirmations that I need in order for me to believe that it's not just my own thinking, but it's him. And it's him speaking to my spirit. And it's just beautiful to know that I'm aligned. So, but you have to get by yourself. You definitely have to get by yourself to understand and to hear him and to see him. Because if you don't, you're going to miss it. And if you miss it, he's going to make it hard. He's going to make life hard until you pay attention to him. But I hope y'all got it. I don't been over here for a little minute. I love talking about God. I love talking about my grandfather. That's my man. God. I love talking about my gifts. Um, because for a moment, you know, not that I was shy. But it's just not, you know, this is going to be big. And for me to be speaking on it to a whole lot of people, it's like, ooh, you know, you never know who will try to come up against you. But, again, if God be for me, who can be against me, baby? Nobody, nobody, nobody. <sighs> anyway, I hope that this was a word for you guys, for you guys to be encouraged and um, find God in everything. Find God in everything. If you need help, if you need guidance, y'all know I'm going to throw my journal in there every single time. Planning with a purpose dot store. Go pick up that journal, y'all. It's love. I meant to bring a copy in here. I got one in my car, but I forgot. And it's okay. I'll get it on the next one. But planning with a purpose dot store. That journal is everything. I finally started writing in it. I actually can't wait to get home and write it in some more because I'm getting better with my time. I was on time tonight. I was here at 9 o'clock on the dot and before you know it i'm gonna be here 15 minutes before okay because then one of the habits i'm tracking be on time because everybody know i run late to everything but a god dog gonna fight okay but i'm changing that you can change whatever you want to change i'm telling you planning with a purpose dot store this is my outline this is how i journal this is how i do things this is how i get my life together and be me a guy in the journal get it it's what you need you need it you need it i'm kissing the mic i gotta you need it. Anyway, planning with a purpose dot store. Don't forget to check out my best friend's website, www.prettygirlsreadandpray.com and check out my blog post for March because that is about purpose as well. There's purpose in everything that you're doing, I promise you. You just have to pay attention. You just got to see it. And then don't forget to pick up some apparel. The next time y'all see me, God was very purposeful in me wearing this because I was running late for everything and I was going to have on a whole new outfit. I'm telling you, listen. Do we got the date on here? I ain't lying. August 24th, 2021. I ain't lying to y'all, okay? I ain't lying. I ain't lying. And that was four days before my granddad's birthday, August 29th. Yep, August 29th. I won't lie to y'all. I promise. And um, what was I saying? Pick up them purpose shirts, okay? There's a purpose in everything in your life. It matters. I think that's what the shirts say. I'm going to get the shirt, and I'm going to wear the shirt the next time I record. How about that? But y'all support my best friend, Mariah. www.prettygirlsreadingpray. You do not have to be a girl to get that shirt. Okay, and men wear pink too. And if you need it in black, I'm going to tell her to upload something in black or brown so you can get it because y'all going to support my best friend. Okay, 
And anyway, nevertheless, get the journals. Tune into the next episode. It's going to be on intention. Be intentional. That's what it's going to be called. I already know what I want to say. Hopefully, God don't change my mind because I'm really trying to stick to that. But sometimes it just happens. But be intentional. Next episode, episode eight, Replenish with Autumn. I'm going to see y'all Sunday. Okay? My favorite day of the week. Don't forget. I love y'all. Y'all see my nails? I wish I can cut the light off. They glow in the dark. Let me go. Anyway, I love y'all. Until forever.